Welcome to the Inspo by Jayco Podcast. This is the podcast where we help you find inspiration in the little things so you can do the big things. And now, let's have a convo about Inspo, led by your host, Jennifer Coleman. Welcome back to another episode of Inspo by Jayco. I am your host, Jennifer Coleman. My friends call me Jayco and you can too. You can also find me on Twitter at Jayco Books or on my website, jaycobooks.com. Check me out. Reach out to me on social media. I love to hear from you. I actually didn't get a single shout out this week, but you know what? I did not let that bum me out. I have had a few hundred downloads on my episodes, and that's really encouraging and exciting to me. But you know what I'm doing with this podcast? One reason that I want to do it is I am trying to grow my reach. That's one of my goals is to just share what I do with others, as many as possible. And I look at this podcast right now as planting seeds. In fact, That is the big idea of my episode today is planting seeds. Do you know that you plant seeds every single day in the world? It's true. In others, with the words and actions you take, you have real influence. You do. You matter, friend. And I wanted to share with you some ways that I've experienced seed planting. You know, I work in education for my day job. I've been a teacher in the classroom, and I've also been a school librarian for goodness the last 25 years. So I work with a lot of students, and honestly, the the work you do as an educator is all about seed planting. There's a quote, and I've heard it said in different ways, um, but this guy, Michael Portillo, says it in a pretty succinct way. He says, You never quite know what you do in life that leaves a seed behind that grows into an oak tree. I've also heard a similar version of that where teaching is like planting seeds in which it will grow into trees whose shade you will never sit. And that is true. There's so many students that I have worked with over the years and I always wonder what happened to them. My very first class was in 1992, which, oh my stars, how many years ago was that? This is 21, so, oh, 29 years ago, for real? (laughs) Okay, so that class was how old? How old were those kids? They were five years old. So 29, they're in their 30s now. They're parents now. I have no idea where any of those kids are, but I sure do remember them. Uh, I fondly remember this little boy, Billy, and I brought in a guest speaker once. It was a dentist, and he came to our class, and he pulled out this uh, skull because he was teaching my kids about um, the teeth, and he was trying to show them how they fit in your skull. And this little boy, Billy, freaked out at the school and he raised his hand. He said, um, um, where's the body? (laughs) So I always wonder about Billy, how he's doing. He gave me a big giant bottle of purple perfume for Christmas and his mom was so proud. 
He said, she told me that he was so proud to pick out this giant purple bottle of perfume. But I do wonder about that little C, that little guy. Wonder how he turned out. I wonder if he is giving someone he loves a big giant purple bottle of perfume. You just never know. Um, But I want to tell you about this boy, Nathan. So I was teaching in Dallas at the time and it was a certain time of the year when the Newberry books came out and that is it's kind of like winning best picture in the Oscars for movies the Newberry award is like a really big deal in the book world for kids it was voted on by a committee to be like the most outstanding book of the year and it's a really big deal so the winner of the Newberry the year that I encountered it was Holes by Lewis Sacker he is an author who lives in Austin actually And I was telling all of these children about holes because I just really think it's cool. I like the sensory language in that book. I really like how it weaves in flashbacks with uh, present day. I really just like the themes of it. And I just thought it was a really interesting story. So I kept telling kids about it, kept telling kids about it, kept telling kids about it. And... It was great. So many of the students read it. They bought their own copies. It was kind of like a big deal. In fact, every time I see Holes, I remember that year it came out because so I had convinced so many kids to read it. Well, at this particular school, it was kind of a tradition for kids to go off into middle school and then come back and visit us. Um, as alumni, they would come back and visit us in the elementary school. And You know, when you would have kids as a fourth grader and then they come back to you as like a ninth grader, the changes in their bodies were vast. (laughs) I, you know, there was times I struggled to remember what kids' names were because I couldn't like change so much. But anyway, this one day, um, an alumni came back to visit and this big, tall, broad-shouldered young man stood in my office door at um, the library where I was working and he uh, said hi you probably don't remember me Um, my name's Nathan and I I just didn't talk very much when I was in school and I just wanted to um, come by and say hi and thank you and I wanted to give you this and I was like oh thank you so much and we chatted a second and then he left well he left with me a letter that he had written and it was to me And I'm getting a little emotional. (laughs) Um, I'll just try to summarize it briefly. But basically what he said was, Hi, I was a fourth grader in your class. And you probably don't remember me because I never talked. I didn't like coming to the library. I always sat in the back. But there was one day when you talked about this book, Holes, And the way you talked about it, it made it sound like it was the most exciting thing that had ever been written. And I just had to see what you were talking about. But what you don't know about me is that I never really read a book before. And he was a non-reader, basically. He didn't like to read. He fake read. He pretended to read. But he never read, even though he could. And then he said, when you introduced that book to me, you turned me from 
a non-reader into a reader. And you completely change the course of the way I view books in school. And I just want to thank you. Yada, yada, yada. Kind of summarized it. And friend, if you're listening to me right now and you have a tear in your eye, that's a real thing. That is a seed, you see. And I have that letter still. It is in my bedside table, even though I've moved several times. That's where it will always stay because it reminds me of several things. It reminds me to have enthusiasm about my work. It reminds me to always have something to talk to kids about because you never know who's listening and you don't know what seeds you're planting that could turn into an oak tree like Nathan. You just don't know. So whenever I meet new kids, I always look for the quiet ones because of this young man. He's a, he reminded me how important that was. And I always look for the new kids that haven't connected yet. I try to be that one place, that one nice person, maybe other than their teacher, that they can go to and that they know, hey, that lady likes me. That lady's friendly to me because friends that those are seeds those are seeds you plant in somebody and for those kids maybe um, they may not remember my name they may not remember a specific lesson that I do but what I might do is set the stage for how they feel about school and so that is a really that's a really important reason that I still do this kind of work is because it still matters to me to plant seeds in kids so that they can grow into their potential so that they can not be afraid to um, learn and make mistakes and and be vulnerable in the school setting because sometimes that's how they feel and so I feel really lucky to plant seeds but you know besides doing it through work through my school I think of um, my other uh, dreams and pursuits as seeds as well uh, you might have heard me reference the fact that I write, um, I, I write for kids, but I try to write for adults too. And every story that I think of and I try to write down, I think of them as seeds too, because there are things I've picked up that I wrote, oh gosh, 15 years ago that I've just now started to develop. It's almost like they were ready for me to see now. It's <laughs> it's almost like, what do you want to happen in 10 years? If you just take small, daily, consistent steps, that's your seed. So for me, like with this podcast, wow, how cool will it be to compare my reach in 10 years to my reach now? Uh, I, I get excited about that. I want to see how far I can take things with just my voice. Uh, with books... You know, I have lofty goals. I have two already published. Um, One is on the way in September. That's three. My goal is at least 12, which sounds small to some people. I know some people that have way more than that. But uh, yeah, these these are daily thoughts that I have so that, you know, in all these years to come, those, those seeds will have grown. Um, so I just want to encourage you, what, what is something that you really want? What little things can you be doing today? What little seeds can you plant today that will 
benefit you in the future that you know like a what do you want to reap in the future for yourself do you want better health do you want to get out of debt do you want a better relationship I say just do something small every single day to make a positive step towards that becoming a reality for you because it's possible I've talked to two people in the last week two separate colleagues one person I worked with a long time ago called me to talk about a big job change she wanted some advice and of course I told her to go big (laughs) I am the one that encourages people go big go bold you get one life let's go and she has texted me numerous times since our talk and I just love that we were able to um, connect but also I talked to a colleague this week about uh, I incur- I've been encouraging her for a year now to go to grad school because I know she wants to work with college-age kids I can tell and she had barriers up oh I can't because of this I can't because of this I'm like you just need to remove those barriers and move forward because 10 years from now is coming whether you like it or not you might as well be doing what you really want to be doing in 10 years am I right so again it's small steps it's seeds that you're planting for the future and you know there's something to remember here the day that you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Just remember that. The day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. That comes much later. And it might come in the form of a letter or, you know, somebody might let you know how you influence them maybe. Or maybe you won't see results that you really want for many, many years. However, it still matters. It still matters whether you see the results or not. Um, but really my big takeaway is you just have to persevere and you have to plant. Thanks for joining us for Inspo by Jayco. Keep shining your light so others can find their way and we will see you next time.